There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Okay, do I get the music while did, I'm doing did, the intro? Did, 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 I'll put it on. Yeah. Did, oh, did, that's did, hard. Okay. Did, 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 You're going to put it on. Are you going to? You can't do it. I've got my headphones, so okay. I have to. You ready? Yeah. Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they can't get to work. Or am I? Today is a tour talk. So I'm not talking to any comedian about jokes. I'm talking to the one and only Mr. Danny Ward. Here he is. Here we are. We are backstage at the Golbenkian Theatre in Canterbury. It is a big tour show for me tonight because this is a hometown gig. I used to work on campus here. The, 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 uh, the, the theatre is at the university. So I used to work at the sports centre across the road. And when I started comedy, I didn't know anything about comedy really, as in tour shows and things. So I used to come over here and I'd see whoever was touring. And I used to sit there, sit there in the... Um, in, you've, you've seen A6 the, yeah A6 always, always the same seat always the same and I'd watch the shows and I'd just be dreaming about being a support act that was my, my dream then because I, I was just you know open micer with big dreams pocket and, full of dreams and now we bloody bloody sold it's happening bloody sold the bloody bugger out Big, it's, it's, I'm it's, really excited. Yeah, it's going to be a good show tonight. Yeah, I'm, I am. It's, it's an interesting one because express some reservations. Well, not reservations. It's just it will be. It won't be like a regular show. I don't think because there's a lot of people locally that I know who have who I know are coming to support. But are they comedy fans? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? You, so I found sometimes if you get a room because we used to do those previews in Whitstable. Mm. And it used to be full of... Whitstable. Did I do those? No. Whitstable? Um, it wasn't Whitstable. Canterbury Hockey Club. You did do those. Oh, don't remind there's, me of that there's one. There's one you don't want to... Yeah, we might talk about <laughs> that one. But, but it was interesting because the people that come aren't necessarily into the sort of comedy I do, but they're there just because they're lovely and want to support me. But it's quite a big venue, so I don't think... I don't know 300 people. You haven't got 300 friends. <laughs> oh. Honestly, look at my Facebook, mate. We, no one should have 300 friends. No one should. Because um, it's, yeah. I actually, did you, you tell me about Social butterflyism. It's something about, because, na- I'm not going to sound particularly intelligent here. We're like, natively, we're humans, are tribal, correct? Correct. So you're not actually meant to know any more people than are in your, your, your village. No, oh, yeah, that tribe. checks out. So I heard some research about that. And that's why people might be losing their minds a bit 
on social media because then you shouldn't yeah. be well, exposed to that yeah. many different people. No, that's people. a really good point. Like, think about when you're growing up, right? And maybe you're a little bit gangly. I don't know. Maybe, okay. you know, you, uh, you know, played a sport that wasn't very cool. I don't know. But well, like badminton, t- then. <laughs> <laughs> you'd only compare yourself to the people in your year group. Most, you know, most people are gangly and, you know, haven't grown into themselves and all those things. Now, of course, if you're a kid, you're looking at social media, all these and people me with my big muscles. And, 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 they're, and they're filtered. They're filtered, they're so they're filtered. seeing pictures of people who aren't even real and comparing themselves to these people who, by rights, they shouldn't even know exist. And it's creating mass trouble with um, with mental health, Mark. Wow, this has got serious very quickly. You're talk- and also, you've worked in schools, so you, you've seen this. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> is, this, is that where, you're, where you've got no, this from? No, no, no. Some, oh, right. No, no, I haven't got it from there. Well, I've, uh, to be honest... DBS check, though. Yeah, to be honest, I've, I've sort of made it up, but it sounds legit. <laughs> Also, um, I saw this, uh, some motivational video. People might have seen it on their Facebook talking about not needing many friends. It's this big bloke. I don't know if he's a, I don't know who he is. If he's, I don't think he's a comedian. He's got got a really gruff voice and he goes, you don't need a lot of friends. You just need two motherfuckers. You can take over the world. You, I swear to God, you just need two, three motherfuckers. There ain't nothing you can do. Was it a little mouse? No, no, big bloke. With us, like a, a lanky mouse next to him. No. Do you know what I'm referring I've to? I've got no idea. Pinky and the Brain. Oh, right. He used to, every episode, he tried to take over the world. There's just two of them. Yeah, well, it's a bit like that, but <laughs> you might, I swear to God, there's nothing you can't do but just two bad motherfuckers. So like, what are we going to do tonight, Danny? Uh, what, when? The same thing we do every night. Try to take over the world. Mate, was, that, was that not your era? Bit bef- after my time. No, might, I watched no, Pinky and the Brain once. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. I haven't thought about that since I watched Pinky and the Brain, I don't think. We listened Which to, was we, last night. We listened to uh, <laughs> over 30 minutes of uh, 80s and 90s oh, we did. cartoon theme tunes. On the drive. That's Effing long. Brilliant, though. 2,300 miles we drove. Rugrats. Over the last rugrats. two... Uh, two oh, well, not, not rugrats. Just over two weeks, we did 2,300 miles. And at one point, we were playing on fucking YouTube. <laughs> but, but it's fun, because I get... It's cartoon. I get, it's a great game. We should bring themes. it into the podcast. Guest the... Guess the, guess the, the theme tune. Guess I the, don't know if we can take credit for that being an idea. <laughs> Maybe not. Um, so um, a bit of feedback about the podcast. On the tour, it's been so lovely. Like, lots of people are listening to podcasts. So thanks, everyone. And a lot of nice feedback about the Gareth Richards tribute. Like a lady, at, um, we did a preview, which we'll talk about in a minute, um, in Herne Bay, came up to me afterwards and just was very lovely and just told us that, you oh, know. Oh, excellent. She uh, she found it very moving, so that's nice. Lovely. Um, well, we're definitely getting a lot of new listeners because, well, I hope we are because obviously the new strategy now for me mm. is to stand at the after the gig on the way out, yeah, and uh, in, in, uh, encourage people to scan the QR code and not take a picture of it and not take a picture of it. <laughs> to um, it's funny how you say I say that on stage. I say you know there is a difference between taking a picture of a QR code and scanning the QR code. And a lot of people reference that they go, oh, I've taken a picture oh, of it they? afterwards. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. But um, of course, I hope. There should be new listeners, so welcome to the new mm. listeners. If if if, if it's if yeah. the stratagem's working, yeah, we'll be downloading into a device of their choice, and they'll be you know <laughs> listening in. Um, that's some more feedback. Oh yeah, um, from uh, I think probably from day one. Knee, our friend Knee, Knee, right? Knee, you know Knee. Do you not remember that we we these these come up loads of times in the podcast? Oh, it, it gives us loads of feedback. Uh-huh. No, Joel, jo, it'll be Joel. Yeah, mate. Oh, sorry, Danny. That's all right. But, yeah, yeah. Oh, so oh, so Nee is a is a is a comedian, one liner comedian. Uh-huh. He's a regular listener, and sometimes 
slips me a little bit of feedback and he said, uh, you know, we had an episode of Tour Talk called Egg Gel Phrasing. Yes. Um, he messaged me saying for a while during the episode, he thought the comedian I was interviewing was going to be called Egg Gel Phrasing, <laughs> which what a brilliant name of a comedian. That's a good character There is a name. George Egg, isn't there? There's a George Egg, but the character called Egg Gel Phrasing. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to watch that? That Sounds would like a definitely name. win the Edinburgh Award. Yeah, good wrestling name. Winning yeah. at £234. <laughs> egg Joe Frazy. Where would Egg Joe Frazy be from? I don't know, but it'd be cracking heads. <laughs> Where would Egg Joe Frazy be from, Mark? Um, <laughs> uh, the Chickensville. Are we all too scared just to say anywhere, just in case it sounds... <laughs> um, Uncouth. Go on. So what was the other feedback? Well, that's, that's, that all, that that's, feedback? that's some lovely feedback. Lovely feedback. Um, so we let's go back. As so we just came off, like you said, a long tour. We did the north and we did Scotland. I tell you how far it was away is when I've been driving because I dropped you at the airport. Yeah. In Aberdeen, Aberdeen right? I've been driving for two hours and I saw a sign on the motorway. Yeah, and it said the South. <laughs> yeah. Edinburgh. <laughs> oh my goodness. After two hours of driving, that's how far away we were. <laughs> this time last week, we were in Inverness. We were beautiful, beautiful Inverness. And then we went to Loch Ness. We went to the, yeah, we, had, we, were on, went, we did a boat trip on the Loch Ness. I think I enjoyed the, the boat trip more than you, but. No, nope. I disagree. Nope. I was freezing because yeah. you made me sit up the top and I didn't mm. have a jacket and you went, yeah, be fine. And then you've got a thermal jacket, you've got, uh, you've got one of the hats, thermal hat. Trousers. Socks, doubled up in your trousers, didn't you? Yeah. I mean, flask of tea. <laughs> and I, I froze my butt off for the first 10 minutes. And then I went downstairs into the warm where the guy was doing the tour bit. I had a, bit, I had a lovely time. <laughs> really. Just, I, think really I, saw, nice. I think I might have seen Nessie as well, which is. Well, what's interesting is the whole thing with Nessie is that it, it might actually be real. Yeah. But it's not like a monster monster. But no. It, but he, he gave lots of examples. And it turns out it's probably a really big eel. But, but I mean, but it'd be a really old big eel as well, wouldn't it? Probably a few of them. The Loch Ness monsters. Yeah. Well, that really just back to the family Ness. Do you remember we played that theme tune? Mac two blows on his bagpipes. Oh yeah. Well, Elspeth and Angus, watch those notes go floating across the waves. It's worrying how 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 you know those mm. words so well. Mark, you know we um, I bought a few trinkets and uh, nifty gifties. Yeah. Um, there's the uh, the one that looks like a Nessie going up in and out of the water, but it's yeah. actually four separate bits. Yeah. So you can put that on any table you Brilliant. like. I mean, that is that is probably what I'd call class A tat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now the uh, stuffed Nessie that I bought for the um, background for the podcast, mm. there was a reason why they were all just in a big basket in the shop. Why? It's top heavy, Mark. It falls over. Yeah, it won't stand up. Well, maybe that's why so, it's always in the water. Got <laughs> so we got done there. <laughs> can't get out. I can't well. That, got, so it's actually real, li- real to life. Great, good purchase. They that. did show us a bit actually, where they said that this is where um, the Nessie came out of. It's and like a U shape of white stone, and it fell back down again. Well, that's yeah. why because head's so damn heavy. <laughs> Could have been the Tamo Shan- Shanta they had on its head. <laughs> so, fit, right, so let's go comedy first. Right, as in, there's a few things I want to cover. I've right. got a list. So okay. you, you can relax then. We just talk. Sweet. You just you just take what we're given. Mm-hmm. So I've got, in a minute, you, you while we were away for that three weeks, you did a lot of silly things. So we're going to talk mm. about those. But first, I want to talk about the preview we did on Monday. We mm. did a preview. Our first Edinburgh preview for this new Edinburgh run. Uh, I'm doing a show at the Liquid Rooms at 1.45. Danny's doing his show at the Cinema Room in the Banshee Labyrinth at... Uh, five to four. 
five to four, and we're also doing a compilation show. We're doing uh, Gower's show at four p.m. at four p.m. as at well. Whistle Binkies. Binkies. So there's lots of you can come and see us in lots of different places in Edinburgh this year. Um, and we did our first preview, and we were both shitting ourselves because we just haven't had time to really work on it. And I was like, how are we going to feel an hour? Like, I, I was just. I hadn't done an Edinburgh preview, Mark, since Danny's Got Talent in 2019. Wow. Because we didn't go in 20, didn't go in 21. Last year, we didn't do any previews. You didn't do any previews? No. So we went along and it was like a, it's a very locally place. It was very much only people in that tiny little community were coming to the community centre to watch the show. Full, lovely people, but... But just before you went on, they started tampering with your stuff. And in my head, I was like, oh, God, this is going to be Yeah, because I had be my running work. order written at the back of the room. Yeah. And they, they besmirched it with some graffiti. Yeah. But there's nothing, there's, <laughs> not, there's nothing worse than... Because I like dealing with hecklers and like, I, like it's just part of the job. Yeah. But when you don't know if your material's going to work yeah. and they're like that, yeah. if, you, if your first few bits don't land, they, it, it could literally just ruin the whole thing. And also I just lose confidence in the whole thing and just go and do old material just to get through right. it. Yeah. So, but we, we both had really nice gigs. But what I was going to say is what's interesting, this, is, this might be useful to new comedians listening. When... And I've had this as happened. I've had this most years. When you're up against it, the pressure's on. The day before the, the preview, I was in Kilkenny in my hotel room, like just just trying to cram ideas together. And I came up with loads of re really good ideas that actually worked on the night. And so did you. So it's funny, but when that adrenaline is pumping, that you're like, I have to do something. Yeah, I mean, deadline-driven is often, you know, yeah, really, really useful way of of uh, of, of getting stuff done. Mm. Also, after it as well, and you've actually done it once, just saying words out loud, yeah, for the first time, and also thinking, oh, actually, that bit is shit. Thought, you know, yeah, 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 and, and you, you know, because sometimes when you say it. You just confirm to yourself. Yeah. It doesn't even sound right. It doesn't sound right. Or they're not responding at all. And actually they responded to that bit before. And it's not so even a bit. Like, you're like, oh, it's not even the actual bit where they, they, it's obvious that they can laugh with yeah. some bits. Um, I mean, maybe that's also, is hmm, what am I saying here? The style of comedy we do is different, right? So if mm. you're doing observational stuff, it is different to jokes, you, yeah. isn't it? So like you've got a joke, which you'll say, it will be a, it will be a joke, won't yes, it? Whether yeah. they laugh or not, it's a funny joke, it mm. will be a joke. Logically, there's a reason. Logically, there's a, a reason for you saying it. Yeah. Whereas with like the observational stuff, it's sort of right, well, this happened. We'll see if they... We'll see if anyone gives a shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and they not, did. And you know, some they did, yeah, some they absolutely did. And I was like, well, that's great, because that's going to be very useful for... Off the top of your head, can you remember any bits that didn't, that you're like, straight away, yeah, you're like, the whole story, the, the whole story about being on the train, and it was late at night and this man had bought his own porcelain or China mug, right? He had a glass for his, for his beer. Mark's, I, Mark's looking like uh, I, he doesn't what, know what I'm talking well, about. To be honest, I listened to a uh, lot of your you'd, stuff. Your head, you'd have been in your own game. I was yeah, shitting myself as well backstage. Not shitting myself, but I was like in like should, 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 I, should I tell you yeah. about this? Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so what, right, so I was on the train, it was a while ago, and this bloke, he obviously was obviously a regular train traveller and he had, um, he had a, his glass for his beer yeah. Right. And then um, he and when the trolley came round, he had a china cup for his coffee, mm. and he asked he asked the, the woman you know who served him to pour the coffee into the china mug. Yeah. And she went, sorry, I can't. And he went, well, you know, uh, 
why not? She goes, health and safety, I can't do it. I have to pour it into one of these disposable mugs. And he said, well, you know, they, um, you know, normally it's not a problem. And she goes, yeah, but you know, how Safe do I? In the environment. She went, how, how, how do I know you're not a mystery shopper? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I did. Okay, I heard. And he and he said and he said. He said, I'm not a mystery shopper, but I'd been, <laughs> I'd been drinking and I, a bit. And I said out loud, too loud. I said, well, that's what a mystery shopper would say. <laughs> <laughs> and they both decided to ignore it, right? <laughs> and then there we go. I just watched this. <laughs> I watched this ridiculous theatre unfold where she then poured it into a disposable mug. And then he he then, then poured it into the, his china mug and then handed back the disposable mug that she put then straight in the bin. So no one won because he didn't get to do what he wanted to do, which I think was to save a mug. Yeah. You know. Save a disposable. Save disposable. Yeah. yeah save, save, the use, use, save the environment. Yeah. And she sort of, you know. Name I, and shame the uh, train line. Well, it would have been Southwest. I think, South, is it called South Southern Rail? I don't know. Yeah. I was going. I, anyway, the point is, I just thought, imagine, given the, the trouble we're going through the train networks now. Yeah. With the strikes that if like that was a mystery shopper and they were trying to see if their staff would serve people coffee in coffee cups. Mm. Like, wh why would they be paying for that when they're not prepared to yeah, give the cleaners an extra pound an hour? Why would that be what they decided like, to then test? Then I, sort of, then I did the thing about, oh, imagine if she was in the meeting. They went, Jan Janet, you know why you're here. On the 1806 <laughs> from Paddington, you uh, were asked to pour a coffee into a coffee mug and you did. What were you thinking, Janet? You know where the door is. <laughs> I was thinking... <laughs> that it was going to be an Alan Partridge big plate scenario where his, he knows his mug's a bit bigger, so he gets more coffee for his money. Oh, I didn't think, yeah, I didn't think of that. I didn't think, I think it was just he obviously had a system, Mark. Yeah, he obviously had yeah. a system because he had his glass for his. For his of course, that's what people well. do with coffee shops now. They actually get a bonus, don't they, if they go in with their own. Yeah, not on the, not on the, not on the train, you don't. You get, no. you, so I thought that was going to be quite an interesting thing. But because I'd not really ever said it out loud before, that was generally just telling the story. Yeah, yeah. Not looking so for like whether the laughing point. The, the only sort of joke is when I said out loud, you know, that's what Mr. Shopper would just say. Uh, but other than that, I was just to see if anyone sort of was intrigued and it really played to zip. Yeah. And I was like, hmm. And don't take much for me to think, well, that's, um, you know, that's off the table now. But it was just the whole sort of, it's all that the bigger point of is, is like, what the heck? Yeah. Is that this, is the, this is the muddle that we're in in life at the moment. Mm. That this, this is the reason why we can't save a paper cup. Because it might, he might be a mystery shopper. And, yeah. the, and the Southern Rail or whatever are so, trying so, to set so up so their staff. Like, isn't it more like, if you, if you take it to a bigger place of like the world ends, or is about to, or the, what, the tidal waves come in, and that's it's like that's that that makes it seem like so, that's the reason. I know it's a small, but that all those added up added up is the reason why. That's why the world's going to end. Ah, that's quite a good, like, nice idea. I could make it into a big sort of rant about why you know why could the world's you, fucked. Could you have a rant about the Earth and everything? And then the punchline reveal be something. Yeah, because I've got that line as well. Which you remember about the glacier? We're, we're moving at glacial rate to solve yeah, yeah. to solve um, uh, the the environmental crisis. Mm. Unfortunately, the glaciers are moving at a much faster rate. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And, and that might might lead in, into that. Yeah. Huh. But also, you put, and then the punchline be maybe you got the wrong end of the stick or something or some or I don't know. You just think I don't know. <laughs> So you take it out of the reality, because yeah. there you just told what happened. Yes. You, just to take it out yeah. of the actual reality a little bit, just to add something to it, maybe. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Talking of um, stories like that, what else have you, um, what else have you got? There's something else I wanted to say about oh, yeah. preview. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, sorry. This is quite an important point, again, for new comics, I think, is when you have a preview that goes well, mm. everything in you goes, relax. Yeah. We've got it. You just did an hour. Everything got a laugh. Perfect. That is ne- that happens, and it's never the truth. You need to keep writing and well, keep writing and keep yeah. writing because you're going to then go to another preview, and it won't work. I had to leave to get the train, so I only saw the first five minutes. So, would, I mean, did you? Did it all go well then? Did it? It all you? went well. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, a few bits that didn't land, like one, like like jokes, but they were a nice crowd, and I, I was very relaxed. So. Put in another environment, I, I don't know if it will work, but that's my experience saying that. But a few years ago, I'd have gone, oh, I don't need another preview already, <laughs> but it's never the case. You always have good previews, and then out of nowhere, there'll be a hard one, and then you'll really see that the material isn't as strong as you thought it was. So you need to keep writing, keep writing, keep writing all the way to each preview. Put yourself under that pressure, because that stuff we came up with, that hour, we should just... That's, that's yeah. every preview, we should be doing that. Yeah, I definitely relaxed after on the way home and yesterday, but today, again, I... I felt really energised to sort of uh, to keep going. Mm. Yeah, good. Um, so we had a few fun things that happened on the uh, on on the, on the tour. <laughs> I think I think what, one thing that happened is the favourite my my favourite thing that has ever happened when we've been together. I I have never laughed so hard at what happened, and what happened could should be written into a sitcom. It was so funny. So, do you want to sort of explain what happened, or 
Yeah, and I can also say that I. This is a story that I sort of ex- told on stage you at did. the preview, didn't I? Yeah. Again, but it is one of those ones where it's just at the minute it's sort of just a story. But mm. well, they, they did bite a little bit. But yeah. But not as much as whenever we've told anyone we've met. Yeah. Because we've told a few people over it, a drink it, or yeah. a food, and then. I mean, it was it was utterly priceless. Hard. It was utterly priceless. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, uh, utterly priceless. So we were staying in a really lovely deluxe hotel. Um, on the uh, called the Travellage um, <laughs> on the motorway. Yeah, northbound. Northbound. M1 somewhere. And we'd, we'd, we'd come out, it's pretty much our routine. Come out, we grab a coffee from the Costa, get in the car, and then we're, we're heading off to wherever we're gigging the next show. Or the, next the Toby day. Carvery, yeah. Or the Toby Carvery. And then, so we, so we do that, we're in the car, Danny starts driving, and in, the, in those car parks, they are sort of one-way systems, but they're not really, because it's just a car park. Like, it's yeah. very easy to see that it's safe to sort of go yeah. slightly wrong way. So you're driving slightly down a one-way yeah. bit, but not, it, not properly one-way 20 bit. feet, this piece. Yeah. So then, then what happens? Well, then this bloke starts wagging his finger at me. Who's walking. Yeah, and walking along in front of me, and he starts wagging his finger at me, you see. so <laughs> And because I'm driving down the one-way system, yeah. right, I'm like, yeah, all right, mate. I know, I'm driving down the one-way system. But it's fine. But it's fine, it's fine. And he's wagging, and, he, and he, you know, he walks off. And then the car in front of us pulls to a stop. This woman who's driving then starts doing the exact same thing, pointing in this really, uh, I would call it... Aggressive. Aggressive fashion. Yeah. And I'm like, fucking hell, why is everyone... You start getting started antsy then. Why is everyone so bothered about what I'm doing? I know it's one way, but I... And you're, you're reminding me to her, I know. I know. I know I'm miming, it's I know one it's way. one way, but it doesn't matter, does it? God, why chill is everyone, out, everyone. Why, Chill out, everyone. And then and she then she, drives off, and I said, well, I'm going to beat her out of the car park. Yeah, because she's driving around the system. You're going to cut across the I car park I cut across all, all the empty aren't... spaces. Yeah. And as I'm doing that, I shout, you don't play with Daniel J. Yeah. And then? <laughs> and then I suddenly had a thought. And uh, <laughs> I pulled the car to a stop. And as I did so, the, 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 the coffee cup and its full contents... On top of your They've car. They've been sitting on the roof, just spilled <laughs> down the windscreen. It was like perfect timing. <laughs> I, know he, I didn't know he had this thought. So he hit the brakes <laughs> and I just see the coffee. Yeah. It was... It that was, go running down the windscreen. <laughs> oh, it was perfect. Straight after you say, don't, you, no one plays with you don't Daniel play with Daniel J. J. And the thing is, so what it would look like to them <laughs> is that basically when they were going, mate, mate, your coffee cup's on top of your roof. I, it, to them, it would look like I was going, I know it's on top of the roof, but why does it matter to you? <laughs> <laughs> they must have thought you were mental. They must have thought I was a white cunt. Oh my God. Uh, but I was, but the thing is about this, I don't think I'm totally wrong because. Why didn't, why they, didn't they, they like grab it? But why didn't or they A, they could have grabbed it? it, or B, there's a universe, <laughs> there's no, because you know, like, there's no universal hand gesture for your coffee cups on your roof. Mm. But I think this could be, you know, if, you know, we could create one. And I think you, you, you mime holding a, uh, a cup. So that would be your fist on the side, yeah? So as if you were yeah. holding the, the uh, mug. Yeah. And then, like, th- by the handle, and then you point upwards. With, so left hand holding the mug and then right, pointing up like that and you go oh right shit yeah I've left my yeah. I've left my mug on the roof <laughs> brilliant it was so funny I've just realised this is another coffee story isn't it What's a bit that? like the guy on the train oh yeah hmm. there you go you've got a theme here Edinburgh <laughs> show's coming together Danny Ward coffee 2024 um, and then another funny thing happened we were in Blackpool <laughs> 
and we're walking along the seafront and then there's this noise in this big bin like a like a skip and <laughs> i just went oh that sounds dodgy i don't want to go anywhere near that so i walked away and of course danny <laughs> wanders over to it sticks his head over it a bird <laughs> fucking flies out and danny screams like a child it's brilliant well, it's like a child mark it's, it was well it's how, very how high was, pitched well it's taken by surprise i thought it was a rat that's what I thought it was going to be. Right. So when it flew up at me, I was, it, you know, <laughs> caught me off guard. Okay, how much time we got left? About the... five more minutes. Okay, okay so but, obviously I've got a big list and we've got more tour talk to come later down the line. But, well, let's, let's, I, but let's, this let's... is one I, I just want to... Okay, I don't know what's coming next. I want you to tell us this story because okay. you half told me, I said, save it for the podcast. Hmm. All I'm going to say to you is, Rocky Horror Show. <laughs> oh yeah, Christ. God, where were we when I was talking about that? Probably Blackpool. No, yeah, it was actually, um, it was when I had to go, the day I had to go and get the, uh, the, the headlamp fixed in Halfords and you went to the gym. That was it. Um, oh, yeah, so I, we, we saw an advert before Rocky Horror Show somewhere, I think. Mm. And, um, well... No, what, we were talking about the, um, the, the, the one with the, the... The plant. The plant that eats people. That's right, Little Shop of Horrors. That's it, and then when the conversation oh, moved yeah. on. And I went to, so I went to see, uh, um, I went to see uh, Rocky Horror Show yeah and i went to see it when i was in year nine i yeah. think so it's probably like 13 or 14 yeah probably i think maybe 14 right and uh, we bought tickets and it was me and about eight or so friends from school and um i didn't know much about it at all but i did sort of vaguely know that for some reason because i didn't know that men went in drag right dressed mm. up is you know in women's clothing for it right that's all I knew about it. And I thought, well, I'm not sure about that. But about, I remember half an hour before I was due to be driven into Plymouth Theatre Royal to watch it, mm. I sort of mentioned it to my mum and sort of one thing led to another and I ended up putting on all her clothes. <laughs> and it was a, a dress. No, it was so a skirt, so you've, a blouse. So you're thinking a, everyone a, from school's going to be doing this? Well, yeah. So I, so I, so I, so I, so I, you know, didn't want to be a spoil sport. Had the, had the tights on. I think I can't remember. I had a bra with some, you know, I don't know, sock stuff down it. But I definitely had, a, I definitely had high heels, and I had uh, the tights and the and the and the dress and the, and the you know the skirt and the uh, and the top. And then, and then basically, my mum drives me into the theatre wall. And then when I get there, not one of my mates had done it, and it was just me. And I had to, and I just <laughs> was dressed up. And um, I, I remember then thinking to myself how uncomfortable um, high heels were, mm. you know, because uh, I, I understand why people take them off and, and walk in bare feet through this very, you know, risky behaviour. But my God, did my feet kill. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely, wore, when I was a kid, wore my mum's bra. When I was like, when I was like 11, I'll stick it on and then walk downstairs. <laughs> Really? Yeah. I was a showman. He was a showman. I've always been a showman. He was a, sh he was a showman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did a striptease. At the, in, I did them twice, actually. Two, two striptease. Full Monty music? Um, no, actually, I used... First time, I can't remember what we used because we were on an activity week on Dartmoor and we had a talent show at the end last day and I did a striptease and then I was asked to reprise my striptease at the year 11 talent show the following year. And that <laughs> Why year... Brilliant. It's, it's, Hang on, you're at school and you did a striptease? Yeah, in mate. In front of teachers? Teachers. All that the would not be allowed now. You take in the piss, no. Wow. And also, I remember wow. I, I won over but the... But they're like, ah, oh, it's the Rocky Horror Kid. It's all right. It's, 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 it's almost impossible to think this this happened. But yeah, and I, I only went down to, um, not even Speedos, like, you know, um, 
like uh, Bermuda shorts. Right. But the, the closing bit was I ripped a shirt off and, and, and threw it into the crowd. <laughs> and I still remember oh it, hit the, um, it hit the, um, the truss where the lights were hanging off. <laughs> um, and I did it to ravishing Mick Rude's theme tune. But it's <laughs> WCW. Yeah. He's simply ravishing. And um, <laughs> it was filmed as well. It was, it's all before the days when this stuff, it was filmed, but I don't know what happened to that oh video. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I can't believe I let you do that. Mate, it was the 90s. I told you about this, didn't I? At my school, they had, on the, we had, you had desk duty, reception duty, and it was your job once a year in year nine with a partner to sit on the entrance to the school, and you're basically the first line of defence to anyone who came to the school. Oh. Now, of course, it's all locked up. You've got to get buzzed in, yeah. DBS checks. This, they stuck the fucking year nine kids as the first line of defence. <laughs> didn't do any harm to us, though, did it? No, not that, no. Lucky. Oh, oh, there's a knock oh, on the door. We knock best on the door. Um, wind things oh, up. We're probably, they're probably opening the house. Hello. Hello, how are you? Um, we're hoping to open in about 10 minutes. Okay, cool. I'll come and have a look at... Yeah, yeah, I'll come and sort of just make sure the stage is set and then... Oh, you can open in 10 minutes? In about 10 minutes. Yeah, oh, yeah, perfect. yeah. Great. Great stuff. We'll wrap this, we'll wrap this up. And uh, so, yeah, thanks for tuning everyone. There'll be way more tour talks because I've got a list of things <laughs> that we need to cover. Um, we'll also have uh, more interview episodes very soon. Uh, we've got, we've a, got a big day of them coming up soon. We've got a big recording day, but we've also got two more in the can that, that before that as well. So lots of great content coming out. Thanks for listening, everybody. And thank you uh, to everyone that's uh, leaving reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you could leave a five-star review for us, yeah. that really is helpful in getting us in the, in the top charts, which helps get more listeners. And the more listeners we get, the more chance we can do more episodes. Um, also, we're, going, we're on tour. We're on tour constantly. We're about to do the uh, Southwest. We've got lots of dates in the Southwest. There's still Wardy's tickets available. The woods. Yeah. Uh, lots of tickets available at marksims.co.uk for those um, also we're adding dates constantly so just have a look at all the dates we're doing and let us know if you want if we're not coming to a town near you let us know and we'll come anything more from you Danny? nothing more from me Mark anything more from you Mark? nothing more from me Danny remember everybody be, be more Gareth hashtag Awuga. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.